This is MMA Love, the last global voice for the hardcore MMA fans. I am Matt, the spiritual leader of the MMA fans in Central Europe. And with me, as always, is your preferred Luke. He is your transatlantic friend. And for you, just for you, the listeners, he has three three screens on all the time just to watch (laughs) MMA. Yes. I stumbled again, but we we won't re-record this one. No. This is the Paddy Pimblet era episode. Oh shit. Luke, why the fuck are we doing this uh, today? Doing it for the for the European invasion. Yes. We'll the European it. invasion of the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada. Pacific time, it may be ten in the morning, but in Europe, it's prime time, baby. We now now the jokes are over. Are they? Yes. <laughs> We're not, we're not, we're not your laughing stock anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe we are. Okay. This is, um, this is MMA love. We love MMA and we love fight. So uh, we talk about fights and events tonight or this, whenever you listen to this one, um, we will talk about UFC fight night, Bronson versus Till. Then we'll have a special look at time to shine for a local event Ooh, that yeah. happened in Zurich, Switzerland. We have to talk about Glory 78 because... You fucking morons need to be in the kickboxing business. <laughs> Same guy that said that one does also a contender series. We'll, we'll talk shortly about this one. And the uh, rest of the topics, as always, just get looped. We'll have a short fudge-offs love segment and we'll talk about the Nick Diaz months and so on and so on. How the fuck will we fit that all into one hour? I have no clue. We can't. It's impossible. It's impossible. Let's start. Let's start with Fatshaw's love segment, pal. Oh, okay. He after after we did it the first time last time, <laughs> first time long time. <laughs> um, he explained to me what he actually meant. So he just wanted us to look back at the weekend and tell what we loved about the weekend, and of, of course, fight sports wise. So Luke, tell me what you loved. I will tell you. I'm so in love with you. It wasn't. It wasn't the Tyron Woodley Jake Paul fight. No, no, <laughs> um, no. It was. We'll 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 dig into contender series from way back when last Tuesday, which seems like a year ago now already, and I believe it was Altamirano that was in the cage after a decision. And uh, getting interviewed in his win, he got won the decision. I think it was uh, it was split. It was a close fight. It was a bang. These dudes went for it uh, and were very tired by the end. And Altamirano is being interviewed and says that it's talking about the fight. And yeah, you just get in here, and the smell of the smell of the blood and the smell of iron, it is intoxicating. <laughs> Just, I mean, I was just like, I am a fan. <laughs> this dude's gonna say that. That's amazing. That's so. Uh, he was. Uh, I hope that influenced Dana's decision to give him a contract because it was great. That's a re- that's a refined Strickland, I'd say. Oh, truth. <laughs> I mean, Very true. Very true. I mean, yeah, it is. That is that is I, the I, that is the thinking man's Strickland. Quote. The thinking man's Strickland. I believe Strickland was like posting videos from his car this week, yep. explaining why he wants to kill people. Yep, or but something. He, yeah, but he doesn't want to. But he, he he once wanted, but now he's mature. But he wants to kill people. It's it's great. I'll maybe I'll link it into the show notes. It's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's you can love. What that. about you? Yeah, look. What did you love this week? Of course, it, it is local MMA. Of course. It is grassroots, dirty-ass local MMA. Happening 20 feet from you. Happening 20 feet from me. Just just the best. You can't... That, that, that feeling of, of seeing... Um, of seeing local dudes or, or dudes just making their pro debut and even, even more experienced fighters but local fighters 
in that in, in an arena where ninety nine percent of the people have no fucking clue what they're watching, but they're they're losing <laughs> their mind when they're when the favorite walks out. It's the best. <laughs> and we'll we'll recap uh, this this event I was at uh, this Saturday <clears throat> in Zurich, Switzerland. It was time to shine for, so we'll look into that one. But that's it. That's what we loved. Oh, I'm so in love with you. That might, that might be the sample I have to he's, play now from now on. He's going to rescind his request if you keep playing I can't. that sample. We're not <laughs> we're not listening to this English fuck. Don't do it. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> we're not we're not taking orders right. from England anymore. Oh my God, it's true. These 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 guys actually invaded almost every country in the world. You know that? Yeah, so, yeah. I'm, I think I'm I think I'm in one way or another in one of them. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, another another uh, nice segment we had before we delve into the into the events is the Nick Diaz month. The Nick Diaz yeah. month is going on. And our listener from, from Hawaii, Jay Bones, he, he invented Nick Diaz um, Appreciation Month. And he's the... Uh, look, that dude really follows up what he said. And he is watching a Nick Diaz fight every day until um, Nick Diaz fights later this month against Robbie Lawler for the second time. So... Yeah. And, and he... Uh, I, th I think he has hundreds of posts about Nick Diaz. He takes screenshots from from the feeds he gets. These are these are complete complete fight technical analysis breakdowns, yeah. also a social uh, social and uh, commentary on the on the uh, the circus surrounding the events like for instance we watched Joe Riggs versus Nick Diaz this week. Um, and also invented not only Nick Diaz appreciation month but the Stockton scale of grading fights on a 1 through 209 uh, basis. Isn't that, dude, isn't that dude the same dude that invented the maximum Shui potential yes. grading, Certifi grading certified system? bangs. <laughs> Did also also invented the certified bangs. Uh, I mean, so he's, he's 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 a he's an asset to the MMA love community. Yeah, we could we couldn't do it without him. <laughs> no, it's not possible. I would never have watched this many Nick Diaz fights this month without him telling me which ones to watch in but what it, order. It's really worth watching these old fights, and sometimes when that's that's what I said before. When people um, ask me which old fights I should watch, I I usually tell them don't watch old fights; they're shitty. But some of these Nick Diaz fights, man, they are well, quite good. They they are they good from a nostalgic factor. Do you see that MMA has evolved? Of course. Yeah, but some some things Nicholas Robert Diaz does it's quite amazing. The yeah the the technical analysis provided by J Bones informing what could happen and we're wondering what we're going to see when Nick fights Lawler later this month. But like talking about how Nick is getting sweeps in at least one good sweep every fight. Inst it's not a thing where Nick just gets taken down and put on his back or something like that. He's fighting wrestlers. He's getting sweeps. He's fighting from the bottom. Uh, how Nick's boxing evolved. I didn't. I didn't know the outcome of the first Nick Diaz versus Lawler fight. I don't even know if I knew that fight happened because I'm a newer MMA fan, really. Yeah, I, Stopped, I have a... started watching just before 2015, I think. So. To, to be told, like, no, 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 this is a rematch and you need to go back and watch that first fight. That first fight was bang, dude. Yeah, I distinctly, <laughs> and I, I, of course, and that is actually quite healthy for my brain. I forget most of the fights I watch. And that is, that is yeah. very good and I'm, I'm, I'm happy about it. But I distinctly remember um, the, first, the first matchup of these two, Lawler versus DS1, because at that time, the trajectory was that Lawler would, would basically crush DS with strikes. And then yeah. and then when, when you watch the fight and you see the outcome that Diaz just I mean just he just shot out the lights of Lawler with a a a, a jab. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, jab jab maybe hook but maybe just jab I do not remember. Uh, it, it's, I, a, it's a classic Diaz punch. It's like it's no it's not full force. He's not swinging and banging. He just he just hits that chin and Lawler goes out. And that was shocking yeah. at the time. So, so I watched that. Yeah, highly recommend our our listeners to to follow along Nick Diaz Appreciation Month. Basically, it's just one Nick Diaz fight from UFC 44 on. 
until he fights at the end of the month. Did you watch another one? I watched Joe Riggs versus Diaz. Uh, legendary significance to to because of they they apparently got in a brawl at the hospital after the fight. <laughs> yeah. And I watched uh, Koji Oishi, I believe, uh, versus Nick Diaz. And he Koji was more of a lightweight. He weighed in at one sixty two, and uh, then tried to punch Nick Diaz's punches to intercept them, which doesn't work, and got his ass kicked across the cage. Um, the Lawler fight was rated a 200 out of 209 on the Stockton scale, and the Riggs fight was rated, if you include the hospital brawl, a 160 out of 209 on the Stockton scale. But the fight itself, really more of a, more of a just under 100, maybe a 90 out of 209. So 160 out of 209 just, just because of the, of the hospital brawl. Because yeah, because you need to kind of include yeah, the circus. I feel you that. Know? I, I I feel that. That is that is a good rating. I I'd even go with the hospital brawl. I, I'd probably go one eighty. But yeah, um, it's it's significant. It's very, it's very significant yeah, to the sort of like mystique of Nick Diaz. I mean, they made a they made a friggin' cartoon UFC fight pass go about it. Yeah, <laughs> for people interested in that one, just just go to Fight Pass and watch this. This short documentary to do it's called Fight Lore. They have like six and two yes. two coming out later this month. One about the Lee Murray haste, which is awesome, yeah. and you really really should I watch have that. Watch one. that. We'll Speaking talk about Lee Rose. Murray in, in in one form or another on this podcast. Anything else on Nick Diaz month? No, but I look forward to catching up this yes, week. I'll, watching I'll, more I fights. do too. I was MMA the fuck out, and I couldn't watch all the fights I wanted to, but I'll. <laughs> I'm hoping that, uh, that uh, this week will be better. So perfect. So, where do we segue next? What do you There's want? no segue. There is no segue. I think, I, think that, I think we should talk Time to Shine, though, because yes. you were there. <laughs> Dude, I mean, was I? <laughs> you were there. You were, you were, you were in, in many... In many uh, in many jobs at Time to Shine, you were assistant to the referee. Yes. You were commentary. Yes. You were uh, interviewing every single fighter before no. in the lead up to the week of the fights. Yes. Uh, Fabiola was probably my favorite interview. That was an awesome interview, um, man. It was so good. Yeah, look, it, Time to Shine uh, Four. He... Time to Shine Four is a actually quite a long running fight series, a local fight series organized by the biggest gym in Zurich and it always had like very good local talent, some amateurs but this time for Time to Shine 4 they really stepped it up and the matchmaking was really really good so props to, to whomever did it I think it was Ahmed or, or Dino, I'm, I'm not quite sure but it's Time to Shine 4 was a testament uh, on why you have to watch and support local MMA but most people think that it's supposed low-level MMA, which clearly it was not, by the way. And clearly, most of the time, even when we watch like CFFC or Alaska fighting or whatever, these, these might be even um, a bit better than Time to Shine 4. But man, was it good. Like they were uh no, I'm not Alaska FC will never is never <laughs> going to be better than Time to Shine. Look, I mean as a, as a package. I'm not saying quality of fights because the quality of the fights at Time to Shine 4 was bonkers good. It it they were Yeah, that's it, what I mean. There yeah, were that's 11 what I mean. fights, like, 11 fights and the skill level displayed by these by these fighters was top notch. Like there was maybe one one circus fight, one one just let let us bang bro fight. But ten out of ten of ten out of the eleven fights were high level and very good MMA. So I yeah I I caught the majority I caught the majority of the prelims at least any pro fights on the prelims I think I think I really like start remembering stuff after the Vogel fight. Um, yeah. But like it, the only thing Time to Shine needed was a better tech setup. Yes. And that's it. Like like the the the. The, the the two cam they had two cameras but one was really dark and one was really bright and they had like 
like your your mic setups were atrocious. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, so, mean, so give, give like credit you. To, yeah, give credit but, to these guys. The, it's like it's like they they tried all these things for the first time. They yeah. they are not, not by by any means no professionals. They just they just winged winged it. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was easily and it was easily as good as Alaska fighting. But, but it was better because the fights were way higher level. Yes. You know but, what I but mean? But of course, like, the tech setup and, and to all the people who, who bought the stream, I'm very sorry about it. It's like it, they had technical difficulties at, at the start. Uh, the, yeah, but whole, it's fine. The whole stream actually connected to the hotel's Wi-Fi. <laughs> like, didn't, <laughs> didn't. I, 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 we managed. You got a little, you got a little of that, that Zurich Best Western Wi-Fi going. <laughs> Absolutely. We managed to, uh, to fix it then after after some and, and put connected the, the the LAN at least but man come on yeah 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 and I mean once you did it was fine it's the stream uh the Alaska Fighting's tech setup is not much better that's what I'm trying to say no, like yeah. their mics are also completely blown out their lighting is also completely crazy they're doing it outside even it's it's not like it's not like you have a, a huge deal of stuff to compete against and really try to measure yourself against. You're either you're either on a level of like CFFC, maybe is like the next tier up. And to do that, you need you know thousands of dollars worth of equipment. I don't yeah, no, expect a, a promotion put on by a local gym to it, do that. It was it's let's, not let's worth talk it. about let's talk about what really. What really matters, pal? Which which fights did stand out for you, dude? Weibel broke a dude's rib with a hammer fist. Dude, Weibel was pumped the fuck up, man. That dude wanted to. Uh, I mean, that dude wanted to smell the iron. <laughs> he did. That dude. It was, was amazing. Fired up, and he, yeah, he basically just ran through his. It, it was to be fair to Dragon. Uh, Basic, which uh, which was his short notice replacement, but that that dude had no business being in there with Gregor Weibel, who was yeah. wait was 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 Dragon the the little wonder? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I remember his interview. He had yeah, that, Weibel, that was rough. Weibel had uh, Weibel just wanted to break him, and he did, and he just yeah he, I think it was a he he took him down, and he he was basically posturing up against him, and then. Yeah, hammer fisted and and jabbed his rib until it broke. Like some people told me that they could hear the breaking. So, ooh, that's awesome amazing. Fight. Yeah, awesome performance. Amazing. Hope uh, we see. Hope amazing we see more. Violence. Hope we see more of of Gregor. Uh, that was the as as three sixty gym team members won or lost. Did the hype level in the back kind of increase for each and every fight? Like Weibel. Weibel coming out, I believe he was the co-main. Yeah. But I, I felt like as the 360 gym fighters came out, they got more and more fired up as things went on. So when Brander came out for the uh for the main event, like he was he was just sprinting. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like um every local event, people just basically show up for the favorite fighter. Sometimes they just show up for the for the one guy or the one girl fighting and then they leave again. <laughs> but yeah, th this the crowd yesterday was really really awesome. They they were Well, when it started, it it was like it was like half to 3 quarters full already when the thing yeah, kicked off. So, yeah. It got it got busy and like I was surprised by how many people showed up. Yeah, it was it was, it was awesome. It was all, all very, very friendly, very good atmosphere. No aggression, in, no fights in the crowd. Dear Americans, well, take, everyone, take every other, every other person had a three sixty gym shirt on. <laughs> I mean, crowd, and yes. I was like, I was looking at it, and I was like, man, I got to get one of these three sixty gym shirts. These shirts are rad. Did you get one? So we're get, we're gonna get that hooked up. Brander, Brander is Brander. I believe you told Brander, and he's going to send me a shirt. Pal, Freaking awesome! He, he gifted, I have to trade him though. He gifted I have one. To trade him. He gifted one to you. Are you? Are you not? It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Okay. The shirt. Yeah. He. Uh, and and Weibel's fight. Weibel's fight was also the fight where I actually took a note. and said these team walkout shirts fucking rule. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the the whole shenanigans around that one for another time. But you actually got a um, Benjamin Brando walkout shirt because he, you are his favorite fan from Seattle. I am I am Brander's biggest fan in Seattle. That, I, I <laughs> guarantee it. 
We had we had Benjamin Brand we had Benjamin Brand in the in the main event. He had a very very tough opponent, Greg Shestakov from he he, he was fighting out of Firenze, Italy, and but, but by way of Russia, he didn't want to reveal where in Russia actually, but. I mean, that fight was intense. It was a classic Benjamin Brando fight. It was a grindy fight. Um, Shestakov really, really had slick grappling and slick jiu-jitsu. He, he yeah. almost caught Brando in a, in a choke. Yeah. And he, he was very flexible. So he could reverse positions very, very good. But uh, yeah, judges gave the, the fight to Brando, which I think it's okay. Um, just just uh, controlling where, it, where, it, where the fight happened most of the time despite <clears throat> despite almost getting choked early in the second i thought brander won the second round and the first round maybe he lost the third round maybe difficult to because, say because because it was it became such a grapple bang but it it was it was absolutely a certified grapple bang it, it was, was a, it was a grapple watch. bang it there was there were no there was no stalling both guys always worked no. to to make something happen and then then grappling grapple bangs are are very very in, enjoy very no. enjoy i mean okay brander's Good brander's English. control in uh brander's control in half guard was pretty amazing yes. in the first especially like he, he he got i believe he he had half guard for like over 4 minutes yeah. in the first round um, we have to speed thing, things up a bit. I mean, we had. Obi I want to. Uh, yeah. We 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 gotta talk about Fabiola, of course, being such a unit, <laughs> a Fa bulldog choke. Yeah, Fabiola. Fabiola Pitroni. Fabiola Pitroni took on uh, local standout Bestari Kitsai, um, and we did Bestari Bestari in in round two. With overhand elbows, yes. like 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 an elbow over the top, I thought was. Bestari, <laughs> what a good look! Yeah, I was, I, th I also like before the bulldog choke was in, smashing her knee into Fabiola's face in the clinch. Nice work, yeah, she, she but may, I she I, may I, be, I wonder if Fabiola was just too big and too strong. Yeah, she maybe you know? broke Fabiola's nose nose in one of these exchanges, and Bestari actually fought in Ryzen. And she also yep. fought in America sometime, but Fabiola was just too much for her this this evening. She she dominated almost from start to finish with with just pure power and control. And it's just, it's he not told just you that guys she, in that interview that she was gonna judo and she did judo. I mean, she did she did judo her ass. That's that's for certain. Judo her ass. So beautiful yep. beautiful victory by Fabiola. I'm 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 excited and and interested to see where where the 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 journey of Fabiola goes to because when I see her in a performance like someone that is as good as as Bestari, I think I think she could she could very well do well in Invicta. Yeah, listen yeah, up, I agree. Rob I, Tatum, you fuck. Yes, Invicta, book these people. God damn it! Get them into the states and get well. That's Work the on thing. these visas. Work. Come on, don't work don't. on these visas. Don't. So that was and that was Fabiola's. Second pro Second fight. Second pro fight, yeah. She has a lot Did of... Did she have a bunch of amateur fights? Yeah, but not, not that much. She has a lot of, of competition experience because she's the judo champ from Italy. Mm -hmm. So that's the nerves and stuff like that. I don't think it, it affects her much, but... Yeah, she second, just she walked out to a crowd absolutely screaming for bestery. Yes. And... Uh, uh, and and I believe I said in my I said she was getting interviewed by Vladi after her win, and the crowd started cheering. And I wrote in my notes, "Oh, the crowd gave her a cheer. That's nice. They're such good sports." And you said that it was because Bestery was leaving the arena. <laughs> yeah, like, no love lost, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't unfair. There um, was no there was no crowd noise like booing people or anything yeah, really. Like, and if notes. there was, you could you could tell if there was that it was all in good fun too. Yeah, like it was take, take no one was notes. being mean. You know, take notes, Americans. So. No wooing, no booing, nothing at all. Um, yeah, uh, we had a we had a, a certified bang, Kevin Amacher, and against Pacho Semaili. I mean, that fight was an awesome bang, man. These dudes, these two dudes, just exchanged blows, and it was very technical. They did, they did very good. So, also a fight I highly recommend watching. Um, How about? How about Maras with that sweet triangle while he was getting smashed Dude, in the head? Dude, I was talking to Flody and I said, this triangle is not in because um, his his opponent, um, Amer Sali, actually did a good job and sat down on his ass to to break the pressure that the triangle produces. 
But Miras seems to have a hell of a fucking triangle, man. And he didn't even, and, and you'll see like people let go of stuff when they're getting hammer fisted. No. Miras, no, no fucks given. No, no that, not, and, not letting go. And you know that he actually, he actually mystic macked this finish. <laughs> He said, "What did he say? Did he say to you, I'm going to get smashed in the head while I throw a triangle?'" <laughs> he on said, this if, guy. "If that dude is getting caught in my triangle, he won't get out." It's <laughs> amazing. Basically, that's what. He uh, said. Yeah, we fantastic. have to talk. I mean, look, uh, uh, one night of of very very nice fights. Um, a bit of an issue was the the floor. The floor was very very slippery, and I think uh, it caused some fighters, yeah, especially. Uh, um, and that, that might be a link to to another fight we'll talk about later. Um, Daniel Vogel out of Team Kaobon, yeah. he he actually was he was getting taken down in the first, but then in the second he started to take over and really really hammered his opponent Katalin Safta. But then in the third, some some when in in the fight that dude just slipped the fuck out of that of, on that floor, and <laughs> I mean Katalin Safta slipped on his back. Like like on a like on a like like with the, they were in water and he yeah. sunk the choking yeah. and, and and submitted the Kaobon fighter also very nice finish yeah yeah there was a there was a lot of team Kaobon fighters fighting yesterday both so, in Zurich and in Las Vegas so some, as some as we the, know from your interview Vogel mentioned Till about five times and training with him I'd say so look I mean some people find it sweet that children sweep the floor <laughs> and they they love their child labor child labor the, the, the child's also enjoyed doing it oh yeah but, but, i could hear the kids on your mic they were very excited they were very happy <laughs> to be maybe there. maybe work on that floor a bit and that was that was not we good. need what well, we need more more children swiffering you know we just need like <laughs> a half dozen we need like six of them instead of two they got to get every inch of that cage and a and a fresh swiffer head every time, so they can soak up more sweat. So, so child labor, child labor is fun, but it's might not work. I out think always. I think the other option is you just get a new mat, right? Yeah, that's that's that might be the better way. Pal, I, I have to bring in a a classic, but we have to move on. Luke, <laughs> <laughs> time to shine four was awesome. You can watch it on fight24.tv or something like that. It's awesome. We will, we will find you a link and we will let you watch it. It was fun oh, and you can listen to Matt before, and Vladdy. And Vladdy, by the way, honorable mention to Vladdy's suit. It was great. Before, yeah, Vladdy's suit is awesome. But before we, I almost swept over that one. But Benjamin Brando won his fight. And after the he fight, did. he he um, retired in the, in the cage mm -hmm. to, the, to the surprise of everyone. Like I talked to his wife and she said, yeah, no one believes him. <laughs> like, like, did uh, <laughs> did did the surprise of everyone? Did no one on his team even know he was thinking? No, about no, he, he was talking about it after his last fight. But but like everyone just said, yeah, yeah, he he talks about it, but we we, we don't believe him. <laughs> I, uh, I do think though he's he he might he might be it might be a good time for him. It if you can go out, if you can retire after a successful smashing of a Russian dude. I think it's retire, good. man. I think why not? It's a good time. It's great to go out on a win, and the joy that he has given everybody watching his fights. He fought in Bellator. He fought in Cage Warriors. CF, Cage Warriors, not CFFC. Cage Warriors. You know that's big. Look, if pro if that fighter really, career. Yeah, if that really was it for for a Swiss fighter, which I mean, we have to go into that topic another time. But for Swiss fighters, it's really, really difficult to to get up to a high level because our country just hates performance and sports, and especially <laughs> fight sports. So, um, they love their yes, I, corporate. Life, I blame. Though. I blame Switzerland as well. Yeah, but if that really was it for Benjamin Brando, um, that's basically an awesome an awesome career. Like just just taking these fights, win or loss, just just bringing it, just being a professional. Just having his his own brand and and doing everything um, you can to perform. That's that's amazing. Move yeah. on, Lucas. God damn it! What do you what do you want to talk about? I mean, let's talk Some about Dana White's content yeah. dancing with the stars. Dana White's dancing, dancing with the stars. I mean, I I watched I I will watch Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series because I think it's the best format ever to develop 
or no, I mean not develop, but but learn about new talent. And for this, for this, it's a new season now, and you really feel that contracts had to be handed out, and contracts were handed out, man, like crazy. Yes, we had five. What one, two, three, four, five people actually getting contracts. Even a, a, a guy that lost got a contract. Yes, yep. <laughs> I, I, spe- I, I, we don't have to talk about all the fights, but AJ the Ghost Fletcher versus Leonardo Damiani. This fight we need to talk about, dude. A rear flying knee finish. And this what I, knee, I want to specifically it never point stopped. Pal, I, okay. I, I want to specifically point out the watch party that that Fletcher had. <laughs> they cut to a watch party um, to a camera. They filmed the fans of Fletcher. Uh huh. And as as soon as he finished that, I think it was in a tent. These people were like. Losing their fucking minds, they smashed tables. <laughs> they f- they went flying. They threw beer bottles. It was crazy. I wanted <laughs> to be there so much, like like with the Irish dragon Paul Felder, who said the same. Although he might be not a dragon, uh, he's he's not a it, dragon pal. It's he's, it was he's fantastic. Also not Irish. He's not Irish. I'm not even entertaining the thought <laughs> that he is not a dragon or not Irish. All right, he's not, he's not Irish. Pal. He is both. He is who he says he is. I'll take him at his word. Yeah. So did, did that that fucking knee never stopped traveling. I had to break out. I had to break out the old a squared plus b squared equals c squared shit and figure out how far that thing must have gone. I think it must have gone like eight or more feet from where it was behind him all the way forward and up into that dude's face. You're not even joking here. You showed me your calculations you did, your math fuckery. I had to guess, but I think it traveled about eight feet because, you know, I'm not there with a tape measure. But his, I mean, how far away was he? How far away from that dude From that dude was he? Like five feet back? And all of a sudden that knee goes flying all the way up. And it just, you'd think it would stop. No, it didn't. But it just keeps going. It was awesome, bonkers, awesome, dude. Awesome finish, yeah. Um, Absolutely bonkers. Yeah. So, so the fights were entertaining, and we had some eye poke shenanigans. But that dude who oh, got yeah. eye poke, the other guy, just got a contract as well. They wanted of to course. have him on the show on the UFC. And I mean, look, do not invite a guy, a guy called Murzakanov. It's like he he will just win. He will just. You just run through his opponent, and Sheffield had no chance. So, very good fights. Mirza Khanoff, is his last name is very close to Merck, and he murked yeah. Sheffield. He's cool. now Mirza Khanoff is now ten and zero. Yeah, and will be in the UFC. Dana, Gotta Dana get them was, heavyweights. Yeah, Dana, Dana was adamant that oh, he no. had to cut down. Like light heavyweight, uh, it was light heavyweight, but yeah, light heavyweight. Sorry, but Dana was adamant that he had to cut down to middleweight. Why though? I have no uh, clue. But I don't know why. It, it, like, it's an awesome. It's an awesome show. If you want, if you want some some just fast fights with good good people who bring it, watch mm-hmm. local MMA or watch Dana White's dancing with whatever. Yep. Um, we we will will go shortly into. You fucking morons need to be in the kickboxing business. Kickboxing was back this weekend with Glory seventy eight, and it had even if you're not into kickboxing, which. I would. Ha- Why wouldn't you be? But um, it was also relevant in in a in a way for MMA fans because because um, Pereira, who is a standout kickboxer, he's he's famed for being the only guy to knock out Israel Desanya in a kickboxing bout. Yep. He was. He's now signed to the UFC. I think it's a done deal. And they even announced his matchup at the end of the month, I think, against what? against Andreas Michailidis. They announced the UFC matchup yes. on the Glory broadcast. No, no, not on the on the Glory broadcast. It was it was even announced before Glory actually. Oh, oh, okay. So did Pereira fight Vakitov again? Yes, Pereira and Vakitov um, went on for the second time. They they had a. They had a first fight, which I thought that Wachitov won. Wachitov, for, for people yes. who don't know, is he might be one of the pound-for-pound pound best kickboxers ever. 
and that's that's actually true for for the whole glory 78 card the level of striking on the feet is something else and you really 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 need to watch kickboxing and especially glory 78 to see what it actually could look like if people who know what they're doing and have and have to craft down how how it could look um, striking wise I have no fucking clue why you Americans hate kickboxing so much I know why <laughs> it was really it, it was a awesome event Pereira and Wachitov fought for the second time um, this time Wachitov got the decision he's now the champ oh good good um, Pereira got a, a point deducted but the, the, the fight was close again it's, it's actually amazing that Wachitov can withstand so much power from Pereira because Wachitov seems to be a bit a bit smaller. He's also not a he's let's just say he's not a ripped dude. Yeah, he just he just he... yeah. We watched we watched the first fight was on that that card we watched uh, the Pray for Myrtle card. Yes, correct. And, uh, and I thought he won that fight as well. Yeah, um, but it's, but it's... yeah, he he's he looks like a smaller dude. He just like the, just kind of the way he fights, the way he carries himself, kind of. Yeah, it's like uh, the, the 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 glory seventy eight. It, it it's a good it's a good fight. It's a five round fight where you see everything that kickboxing has to offer. Seventy eight was headlined by Badr Hari against Arkadiusz Wrzosek, and they they wanted to have a showcase for Badr Hari, and they got one because he dominated Wrzosek. I'd say. I'd say for the whole duration of the fight, Wurzelsek got dominated. But then, then you had all-time Hail Mary stuff. It's like one, the, one, the one kick, and this kick will shock, shock the kickboxing world for ages to come. Because Wurzelsek, he pulled a high kick out of nowhere and KO'd Hari, which is... It's something I I am checking the record while you you react to the fight as well, but I don't think when, I, I have no clue when he was knocked out last. I have to watch this fight now. It's 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 really it's out the, of, out of nowhere. The only reason Americans don't watch Glory, I think, is because it's not on ESPN. He Just was okay. Put I, it. Put it on syndicated TV and I'll watch it. I forgot that that, that the last fight against Benjamin Adekbui was was rated a KO as well, but actually a partner got injured. That's what his was what his shtick was against Verhoeven and Gerges and, <laughs> and, and all that yeah. stuff. He just TKO'd arm injury and leg injury, but he he got KO'd. Did they say last time? But um, if you go back, okay, he got KO'd in two thousand and thirteen. By a call, a guy called Sabit Samedov, and then it was Alistair Overeem in two thousand eight. So, I mean, that was really out of nowhere, and it's it's an awesome fight to watch. He actually dropped Virchosek, um with body shots and liver shots, and if if he had um, dropped him once more, the fight would have been over. The KO was awesome as fuck, man! I was pumped. <laughs> I was Radical. so I was so pumped. Also, all the other fights you had, um, uh, Plashibat won by a KO. Um, you had, uh, was it Levi Richters? Richters, um, he, he, he just low kick TKO the guy, which is some is, is some of the very best. Oh, I saw those highlights. <laughs> Ooh. And Hamicha yeah. is also a a fucking beast. These um, these low these low kick this low kick TKO was uh yeah it was it, these low kicks are like these low kicks are are to the tune of Aldo and Barboza. Yeah, low yeah, kicks. yeah. Donovan Viss, uh, he finished Belgarui a very good a very good kickboxer too, with a with brutal combinations. I mean, it's <laughs> I have no clue why you wouldn't watch kickboxing. I have no fucking clue, man. I need ease of access. That's all I need. Come on. This well, yeah, I'm telling you, that's the deal. Because if you're gonna, you're gonna have, you're gonna have. You can even, uh, you can even go to YouTube and just enter the fight names, and you'll get streams like <laughs> like five minutes after. Just saying. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, 
Let's I move will. on. I Let's will. move on to to Bronson versus Till. UFC Fight Night. Oh boy. Okay. Um, Luke. UFC Fight Matinee. Brunson versus Fight Till. Matinee. What do we do with Darren Till, Luke? Uh, nothing. Nothing. We just uh, we let him keep. Let's let him. How about him and Sam Alvey? <laughs> oh my God, the Sam Sam Alvey mentioned that that will that will cheer up some listeners. Are you ready? Are you ready for Till versus Sam Alvey? I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Me neither. I'm not Bill opposed. Bill needs a win. Sam needs a fight. Clearly, he's not getting cut. And uh, then we fights. can get we can get Sam up to eight losses in a row. Yeah, I think I think Till beats Sam Alvey, but we're not Till sure. Cr- we're not sure. Till crushes him, but I'm not sure, and that's why I want to see the fight. <laughs> how would you How would you rate Darren Till's performance? Because we'll Bad. talk about Brunson, but Darren Till, what 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 did he do, man? Uh, he did not walk out to Sweet Caroline, yeah. and um, to be, to start with, that was um, I was like, what the. Yeah, he said it's reserved here. for the fans, and there's no fans why? in Apex. So. There were there were at least 500 fans in there, and why? So. Why do you think I am watching this? <laughs> I'm watching this to hear the Apex echo with fans singing "Sweet Caroline." Yeah, sure, not for um, incredible Darren Till performances, because we have seen the last incredible Darren Till performance in 2017. To be honest, against Donald Cerrone. Where he was still there a, was a, a a welterweight, I guess. There was a a moment of an overhand left elbow, I believe, and I was like, "Ooh, that was beautiful!" But yeah, the rest of the time was Brunson working on his ground and pound. Yeah, and then he submitted him. So I mean, yeah, yeah, and Darren, Darren, Darren gave up the back to try to get out of the ground and pound and and got rear naked choke. Um, not a good performance, Brunson, man. And it's do you not, think? Yeah, sorry. Do you think Brunson just goes to the gym and works ground and pound for three and a half hours every day? I mean, it would suit it looks him. good. Yeah, it looks good. It, I mean, Derek Brunson's performance, it's we, we, all, all the people will talk about uh, Darren Till's performance, of course, as we did. But I mean, that dude is on a five-fight winning streak now. Only lost to Adesanya yeah. and, and Shakari in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that dude is just good. He he gets he gets he gets up there in age, so maybe there is a sudden downfall. But I think this fight really says you more about Till because he couldn't mount anything that would endanger Brunson. Nothing at all. Yeah. So back to T Carbon, Vogel and Till might have a talk together. That was there was a team Carbon win though this week. Of course. And it's it's yeah, one it of the finest wins you will see this weekend. The big man. Dude, the big man, Dude, the who agility, is uh, the agility is he is always speed. talking about how he is not too good and he wants to move slowly in his career <laughs> and not get hurt. And yet, there he is in the top fifteen, beating another top fifteen. I mean that it, it was a short replacement fight for Tom Aspinall. I, I think mm-hmm. Spivak took it on a on a week's notice, and that is that is something for a heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, as I always say, you might you might get a can to crush, or you might get a short notice replacement fighter, which is clearly not not as prepared as you are, or maybe you you'll get a, an opponent that is not as good as you are. But you still have to put the put these these guys away. And Aspinall, he put him away, man. He backed up he backed up Spivak with nice footwork, with angles and hard shots. I mean, he created angles used his speed to create ultra-hard shots. That's that's a very dangerous set of tools implemented at once by Aspinall, and I do enjoy that, man, especially out of a heavyweight. I think, I think the clinch knee to hard elbow out of the clinch awesome, was man. possibly my favorite thing this week. Awesome, and there were a man. lot of things I loved. It was like... Like, in the lead-up, when you're like... Like, because we've talked about the like test of Andre Arlovsky to these younger heavyweights <laughs> quite a bit on this show. But in the lead up, when when it's showing Aspinall beating Arlovsky, and you're like, oh yeah, this guy's real if he can beat Arlovsky, because that dude will not go away easy. Yep. Um, that knee to elbow out of the clinch was just genius. 
uh, the the only thing that could make that like better is like if there was some spinning shit in there somehow or something. It was yeah. so good. He even could he even could do that because he has the tools to actually throw spinning shit. He's I fast, know. He's fast enough and he's agile enough, and that is that is yeah. Maybe Aspinall can do it. All. You know that Aspinall actually is a ground dude. At least he started as a ground a beach shape guy basically, but. Very impressed by Aspinall. Very, very intrigued to see what he does next. What I'm not intrigued by. What I'm not intrigued <laughs> by, pal. What? I let me let me just say, we need to find a solution for human knees. Oh we have, no! Rogan always talks about the gloves have to be improved. I say, we need to improve our knees, man. <laughs> we have to do better yeah. as, as humans. <laughs> yeah, Bukowskis, yeah. We need to evolve. We Buk- need to evolve. Bukowskis, the Baltic Gladiator um, versus Khalil Roundtree. I mean, okay, it was a one one way street. Roundtree just dominated Mod- Modestus Bukowskis. He broke his nose. Yes, the pressure, low output the, by the Mod- power. It's like low output by Modestus, but then he 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 got. As as he stepped forward for 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 an awkward, I'd say it was a a jab, and he he was leaning heavy on his front foot on or his front leg while doing this. Dude, Holly Roundtree just low line side kicked the knee. Timed it. <sighs> he was looking for it. He threw it once, like ten seconds prior. Correct. And then he and then he timed it and was just like, stop that thing. Dude, I mean. Dude, that knee is beyond repair. You are making my knee hurt right Me, now. Mine as well. I had some knee injuries myself. Yeah. And yeah. this knee is, I mean, it's it's gone. It may be. Yeah. I, I don't like, there's, you know, there's varying, there's varying recoveries. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, that's a that's a really rough one. I How do you feel about about the performance, about the attack and about the post fight interview? Cuz I don't know how I feel. I feel good um, about it. <laughs> I, first things first. It's I a know, move that's legal and it's sure. a move that's debilitating and it wins uh, the fight by TK. I especially I especially love I especially love that Khalil Roundtree didn't just throw out an oblique kick just for the sake of it. He timed the oblique kick or low line side kick, however you want to call it, perfectly. Like at the moment, you have to throw that one. He did it, and he yeah. he's, he said in the post fight interview somewhere that they actually were studying Modestus Bukowskis and saw that tendency of him leaning too heavy on his front leg after he throws punches. So yeah. it's absolutely perfect. J- just. I know that Modestus Bukowskis is listening to this podcast, so please, Modestus, flee Las Vegas. Yeah, as don't go to the can. doctor the UFC sends you to. Do not go to Vegas doctors. They hate knees. In, in fact, like, go home overseas because the doctors here are there to make money. Don't, <laughs> don't, they hate knees. They, they can't stand knees. They want you to hurt your knee even more. So please flee. Um, look, of course, they were banned the ban the oblique kick calls after this one. Please, please be quiet. Oh don't, yeah, don't ban. But they anything. are, but they are always about. They're always being called even after John Jones is threatening you with oblique kicks Look, and doing nothing with them. Don't like so. What I'm trying to get at is, Roundtree went in to the post fight and said, "Yes, we saw that was an option, and we, you know, I don't want to hurt my training partner, so we didn't train it. No, that's crazy." But I saw it was there, and and I took that opportunity to get him out of there. Um, The only thing missing was, I'm a problem. You know what I mean? Like, like there was nothing in his voice or in his demeanor that, like, you could say, you could see, like, he wasn't like psyched, but at the same time, he wasn't going to apologize for using the tools available. I know what I mean. Appealing to my to my fellow MMA fans. Please do not call for more regulation and more rules. Please do not call for banning stuff and making stuff illegal. It will kill this sport. It will kill what makes it so good. If you start to ban stuff and and make stuff illegal, 
we'll just we'll just no, have a yeah we'll it's not a, a it's legal downward. attack it's a very and good like, attack it's it's a good attack of course it is it is even even holy rounds you said it's it's of course it's not his intention to fuck an e up like that but it was caused because he threw it at the right time and modestus did a mistake on leaning too much on his on his leg what else do you want to have you can elbow people in the fucking dome so <laughs> do you think that is healthy no of course not so please do not do this um yeah so uh not much time left but we have to go into <laughs> patty pimblet man patty did you watch the you watch the introductions i assume I patty it. singing i watched where's it. your head at and the introduction is pretty funny shit <laughs> i love me some i even since, since the cage warrior days i i love me some patty pimblet content and i i strongly recommend the fans <laughs> to watch all the patty pimblet content you can get because that dude is brash and he's yeah he's into it man i it was I good i cannot state enough or or how much I like people like Paddy Pimblet as fighters and as entertainers because they get that they have to fight and they have to entertain. I could not understand a word he was saying in the post-fight interview, and it's the first time in a long time that's happened to me. First time, um, long time. When, when someone is speaking English and I can't understand them, yeah, I can, I can, I can manage to understand because he's, yeah, look, Jimmy Pimblet was <laughs> he get, he got the Jimmy John's freaky fast finish. Yes. He threw like one thousand left right hook combos. Uh, yeah, like from the hip, kind of. Just kind of like he saw, oh, it's time to go, and then just starts winging from the hip, like 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 swinging those hooks. I can I can tell that I I can tell that someone has the fact the it factor. If my wife stops her day, walking by the television and asks me who that guy is who is fighting and um like gives compliments about his shiny hair and stuff, and I'm not the shot the. Sh the shiny wavy hair yeah i'm not just i'm not just bringing this up as a joke i i really mean that these guys stand out and and Patty you have Pimblet... to stand out in the modern ufc and he is calling it too he's saying i'm the new money guy i'm the new guy that i'm the new guy that everybody's going to be watching he's 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 uh generating that heat that very few people generate he's 26. Sean is he Connor. is he the, yeah is he's like Sean O'Malley in in a, in a sense that is he the best guy yet? No, he's also twenty six. Is he is he the best fighter we've ever seen? No. Will he be? Maybe not. He was even dropped. He could improve. He was dropped in the first by Vendramini. Like Vendramini was no joke. They, they always all the people told me this Vendramini is a fall guy for Pimblet. They want to be him a star. No, no, dude, no, no, dude no, Vendramini, no. Vendramini is a hard fuck, and he banged Pimblet. Like that was a certified bang. Yeah, there were a lot of fights on this card that were. Yes. Um, but but this this was a, a. Did he have a different opponent at first, or was this always his opponent? Dude. Oh no, this was always his opponent. All right, good. No, no. Dude. So we're living. We're so living yeah, in the, we're living in the in the Corona era now. So of course, there has there has have to be several switch ups. <laughs> Probably. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of fights that dropped from this card yeah. that I don't want to talk about because it'll depress me. No. Cause some of them were so good, but, yeah, one, one but is, one yes, there were a lot. One especially uh, is especially um, disappointing. Mandy Boom, a a German fighter, actually was supposed to make her debut, but um, she she just doesn't seem to to can make can make it to the UFC. But sorry, this me. this fight will happen. Don't worry. Paddy Pimblet is a problem and this is now the Paddy Pimblant era. Maybe maybe until then his next fight, but now it is. Boom. Bang. Just just uh the last the last one we absolutely have to talk about was was given the fight of the night bonus. Mm-hmm. Which one? McCann versus Kim. Yeah. Tell me Molly tell me. McCann. Molly McCann, Patty Pimblet's gym uh training partner, mm -hmm. uh G Yoon Kim, Fire Fist uh and meatball battle of the best nicknames in my opinion i don't know what anyone else's nickname was i don't care this fight was a bang um first round accidental clash of heads a headbutt drops mccann mm -hmm. dc uh was told by the truck to stop saying headbutt because that signifies that it was on purpose and start saying clash of heads so oh. he corrected himself oh my god thank you thank you dc 
Thank you, truck. Thank you, thank you, truck. Truck people, shut the. Fuck um, up. round two, pal, was kind of the best. Mm-hmm. McCann, McCann secures a, a seatbelt, uh, and gets the takedown by falling onto her back at the end of round two and rolling back over like a backward somersault with Kim on top of her and just bonks Kim's head off the canvas like you could hear it. And it was awesome. Yeah. Just this, what a bonk. <laughs> I, I like that they got fight of the night. It was fantastic. Although, although I mean... It got fight of the night because of the third round and yeah. them throwing down and Molly waving her forward like she was a like she was impersonating Max Holloway. For uh, me, that's what got her fight of the night. For me, and it was. Go ahead. Go yes, ahead. Sir, for me, Ju- Julian Rosa uh, versus Charles Jordan. The, the Dars choke setup should have gotten a a like performance of the night or fight of the night thing or however they they call it right now. Um, Pimblet oh, and right, Vander should have gotten something. Um, before Molly McCann and yeah, I see, I see, I see. Okay, Even, that's fair. Yeah, that Dars is that Dars is that's fair. But this fight was more of a was more of a bang. It was more of a exciting fight. The crowd was going bonkers because yeah. they all love Molly. They were all there for her. Uh, yeah, and Molly's Kim too, but... is uh, and Kim Kim's boxing was game and to try to keep her off her. Uh, it was a fun, fun fight to watch. I agree, but yeah. but yes, very good. Arosa rolled good. for a Darce and got him, and that was good too. Fight night: Bronson versus Till. Awesome card. Watch every fight. Glory seventy eight. One of the best events this year, no questions asked. Time wow. to shine for one of the best events, local events you could ever watch. Yep. Dana White Houston Night Contender Series. Fun time to have to be had. Nick Diaz month is awesome. So. I mean that that was an an amazing week for MMA. We now, didn't even talk about Jake Paul. We, we can now is your time, Luke. You you pestered me that you <laughs> want to talk about Jake Paul versus Tyron, the chosen one. Do I one, Woodley? <laughs> do I want to talk about <laughs> Jake Paul? Yes, you want to. <laughs> or do I want to talk about the smaller Fury and uh, the Serrano versus Mercado fight? Give me your and five everything. Cents. Give me your five cents on on Tyron Woodley's performance. Uh, it was a Tyron Woodley fight. That's it's everything you would expect from Tyron Woodley not finishing a fight. He he even he 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 backed Paul up over and over again and let him off, let off the pressure. Did knock Paul down once. Um, I think the eighth round. No. Fourth, fourth round. Yeah, in the fourth. Yeah, fourth round. So this whole event taught me about how I don't want MMA to look like boxing. Pal, <laughs> a- ask me the, ask me about Tyron Woodley's performance. Tell me about Tyron Woodley's performance. It was a Tyron Woodley performance. Why it sure was. Why are people surprised that Tyron Woodley don't know. didn't pull the I trigger? I picked him. I picked him. Why are people surprised that Tyron Woodley doesn't do anything in a fight? He could have won. Of he could have won. But I that, picked him. But that is true for, for his last every like, six goddamn or seven fight. <laughs> and I and he still I, won on one of the judges' scorecards. Yeah, okay, that that, uh, that is insane. amazing. That that is okay. One one bad scorecard. I think one bad scorecard is is now an MMA or boxing staple. It just has to have he was, one. He was one bad scorecard away from winning. He probably won two rounds. He probably won four and I think eight. Um, I didn't. I didn't. He score. probably won two rounds. I didn't score, and I I would not. I, I never <laughs> go back and watch this fight again. Look, no, in his last. I don't recommend it. In his last three fights in the UFC, before the Vicente Luque performance, he he fought Covington, Burns, and Usman. I mean that th- these are three of the very best guys the sport has ever seen. So losing to these guys is not the issue. It's the issue how he did lose. And Vicente Luca, he he started to he, he tried to do more. Mm-hmm. But it you you saw that he tried to do more and but really didn't want to do more. Yeah, in a bad way and got caught. Yeah. So yeah. why are people surprised, man? I'm now Listen. I'm now getting a bit cold on the whole Paul 
thing. I think I think we 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 wrote well, that I thing. Th- we wrote that thing, and now it's it's over. Well, I think I think it's over until something cool happens, like yeah, Logan but, Paul is going to fight Vitor Belfort or something. Yeah, but would, then, we'll, really, then we'll get back on the Paul train. I think I haven't heard the matchup that would make me intrigued again. No, it's no. I I don't know who it would be, and it'll probably be someone from boxing that I just don't care about. It's, it's, sure, it know? happens a lot. It happens a lot that as soon as as someone formulates a matchup, and I said, oh, I I never thought about it, but. Now that I hear it, I want to see it. But at the moment, I, I, I'm failing to think about a fight. I want to see Jake or Logan in. Also, I know one. <laughs> oh, my God. Sam Alvey versus Jake Paul. Okay, I'd, I'd watch that one. <laughs> but I would watch that one. And just just to, to finish this one, my dear friend Tyron, <laughs> I do love you. You are one of the best fighters to ever do it. But now you need to shut up. Thank you. The post um, post fight talk, the call outs, talking about the fight, that was cringe city. Yes. So please. I'll tell you the best part of this whole event. Please. There is a thing called Barstool. I don't know what it is, but there's some annoying people that bet on fights, or at least bet on sports. And I watched them. Progressively lose like a hundred thousand dollars, allegedly that they bet on all these outcomes because they were wrong every single time. <laughs> and that was, I don't, I I enjoyed it immensely because I know they've got it to lose and they're just throwing money around like it's nothing. So that was very talked, funny to see them be way so too wrong. Long, we talked way too long about a thing that happened. If, if, I feel it happened ages ago. So. Give me your give me a card update. Some of the people uh, I talked yesterday to, they seem to enjoy the trading card talk. So give give, give us a highlight, sorry, of your trading card week. I would say the highlight is some old 2011 UFC cards. I think they're called Title Shot 2011 Tops UFC Title Shot cards, and they in 2011 there were so few fighters in the UFC that the card company made a card of just about every single person. It's not like today where there's a thousand people and you got to pick a hundred of them or something. So we've got a card of... We've got cards of guys who they're talking about losing a fight on the back of the card and then they are going to come back and win. And then you look at the guy's topology page and that was his last fight. He never came back. He retired. So I found a Bart Parlazuski fight uh, card. Bart Palashevsky. Bart, Bart Bartimus Palashevsky from Warsaw, Poland. Bart has long been one of MMA's action heroes, an aggressive <laughs> battler whose WEC wins over Anthony Pettis, Karen Darabidian, and Zach Micklewhite thrilled fight fans around the world. In 2011, he makes his UFC debut. They made this UFC card of Bart. Before Bart even had a fight in the UFC. Pal, read me the first line again, please. A native of Warsaw, Poland, Bart Palazewski has long been one of MMA's action heroes. It's, it's so perfect. That is, that, is a Bart, mar- that is a marketing stroke of genius. Bart would go on to debut in the UFC in 2011, October, beating Tyson Griffin in pun- with punches in round one. That is and then would go on... Yeah. He would he would lose he would go on to lose to Hatsuhioki, Diego Nunez, and Cole Miller, with the last fight being in 2013, and retire. So Bart did make his UFC debut. They were not lying, and then he <laughs> uh, he had four fights in the UFC. What we need now is a Patty Pimblet card. I think we'll probably get one. I hope um, so. I got I the email, I got the newsletter, the UFC Panini newsletter in my inbox this week, and it has the next set, uh, is, is on the way. The, the, the Panini Chronicles UFC set is on the way. Perfect. So I, if we don't have a Patty Pimblet card in that, we'll get one for like the one that's like, you know, January of next year or whatever. Pal. We're through. Pal. We need to stop. We... We need to move on. 
no, we we can't. We, yeah, we have to move on until next week. <laughs> we can't talk <laughs> about any more MMA. The the timestamps are are all over. The, I mean, look, we we talked about it all, but this this week of MMA, I I'll I may I might might have to put it into one of the best weeks of, of fights I've watched in a long time. It was time. fantastic fun, man. It was fantastic fun. It is always fun when there is an event that is on either on in Zurich, so I can watch our people that listen to this show and the people we talk about on this show fight, or a, a fight that is a UFC card on during a time when you can actually be awake for it. And this week we got both. It was great. Thanks, all the listeners, for listening to us. Bear with Luke and his yelling. <laughs> Did I yell again this show? Sorry. Join us. Join us next week. Send us your questions, your comments, your <laughs> your love letters, and um, enjoy MMA and fighting as much as we do. It's it's some of the very best. If you want to watch one event this week, it's Glory seventy eight. Thanks, pal. Thanks. I'll send you this. I will send you a picture of this Bart Bartimus card Please. to your Instagram. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Until next week. <laughs> MMA Love Podcast. Love from America. Bye-bye. Bye. You fucking morons need to be in the kickboxing business. Shut your mouth with my fist.